schools in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing. Hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about with no filter. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. (laughs) All right, man, I'm laughing because this is probably one of my favorite topics on the list of things that we're going to be talking about. The biggest mistake, and and I think this is important to get stories out like this, but the biggest mistake that Brian Fink made when he started recruiting talk to me man what sits in your crawl what's the biggest mistake that you made when you started recruiting as a young chap you know i think it goes back to something we talked about on a previous uh previous conversation that we had on a previous con uh on a previous cast is that i had to learn to become a good listener right is that um and also i had to learn to become a good coach so I think those were the two things that kind of stick out to me mm-hmm. as a listener. Um, I wasn't so like when I first started recruiting, I was only running half of the desk. Uh, I was running the, I was getting the job orders. I was building relationships and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And if somebody said to me, Hey, we're looking for an account executive. It didn't matter if I was working with staples and was looking for an account executive there. I was thinking it was the same thing as CentOS that there was something that we could do. I wasn't paying as much attention. I was like focused on, on words, but I didn't understand the nomenclature. I was kind of swimming in the stream, but I didn't understand what the water, why it was wet. Right. Um, so there was that part of it. And then, um, I really think that if it weren't for, uh, Michael Whaley, uh, buddy of mine who is, uh, started with me on day one of recruiting, um, still a very good friend. We had lunch about two weeks ago. Um, is, uh, Michael really calmed me down and he really kind of put it in perspective and was like, look, you can throw, you can throw a hundred resumes at a hiring manager, but if you're not listening to the candidate and you're not understanding what motivates the candidate or what's motivating the hiring manager, because I was just obsessed, obsessed with this whole model of if you get 10 submits a week, then then 50% of those submits are going to move towards an interview. Whereas right. now, like I'm usually hitting like 80 to 90% of my submits are moving to a hiring manager interview. I just thought that if I did more work and I worked harder that I would get there. Um, but it was really Michael sitting me down and telling me that I had to listen and it wasn't so much that I didn't have the right effort. It was that I just wasn't paying attention to what my candidates or what my clients were telling me. And then the second part, and it goes back to being a good coach. I used to be a miserable son of a bitch, like a real, (laughs) a real asshole Mm -hmm. to, to recruiters that like that reported to me when I was in my first recruiter manager role. And, um, you know, I kind of examples. Oh, I would, if somebody didn't want to work on a requisition, like I was just, I, I, if somebody said, I don't want to work on that requisition, I took on that requisition just to work on it, to find the candidate, to prove to you that I was better than you and that you, that I knew better that you should be working on this requisition. Right. Yeah. And, um, so you don't lead people through intimidation. You lead people through collaboration and through understanding and by understanding what motivates them. Um, and I think that when I was 27 years old, when I got started in this and I got quickly promoted into a management role that, uh, 
that that was something that I really didn't understand. And I think that it wasn't something I truly understood until I made it in my thirties and then really started having my own firm and kind of jumping around. So greatest mistakes, one, not listening. And then two, not having the empathy to be a leader. So how did that drive your career? I think there's probably a good story there. Oh, I think it was going to drive my career right into the ground is (laughs) that, uh, is that I think I would have burned out on trying to um, supplant stupidity with activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'm grateful to Michael that he stopped me from doing that. Who's Michael? Uh, Michael Whaley. So Michael Whaley right now is the director of talent acquisition at, at Relatech here in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, Michael and I worked together. We started Vanguard management group on the same day. Um, He's so Ryan, Brian's seen me at HRTX events is that sometimes before the event, I have a Snickers bar and a Mountain Dew is that <laughs> Whaley would tell me he'd be like, he'd be like, it's going to be okay. Just, just, you know, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta go back in the ring for another, for another bout. All you need is a Snickers bar and a Mountain Dew. Nice. So I'd get sugared up and I'd go to it and I'd go to the phones and I'd go out on my calls and I'd go meet with my candidates and things of that nature. Um, really jacked up on on, a, on the <laughs> snickers bar and a mountain dew um but michael gave me more than just that advice like um you know he was very um he was very conscientious with his time to help mm-hmm. motivate me to be a better recruiter to like i said speak with people with not just that respect but like really how to carry myself with a team um michael's a great leader um you know he he's a really really good recruiter he's a great leader. Like mm. people will follow him anywhere. And I think that, um, through watching that and through mimicking some of the things that he did until I understood fully what it was that, that brought me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that made me, um, a better leader of people. Um, I think it created more empathy for me. And I think empathy as we've talked about is definitely one of the most, yeah, it's key in recruiting. You've got to understand where your candidates are going, where they're coming from and where they want to go next. And, um, I think those are the two greatest mistakes I made when I was 27 years old and I was a recruiter. I just thought, you know, if I work really, really hard and I work harder than everybody else and outwork everybody, yeah. um, that I'll be the best recruiter. No, if you stop and lift up yeah. those that are around you, then you'll be the best recruiter. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. Obviously I think that's, that's good. Um, so much different episode today. Yeah, yeah. Sharing a story. Didn't expect to get this deep. I did did not think that topic was going to come up. But um, But I I think it's necessary, man. People need to know you're just not a great person. I'm not a great person. Oh, man, that means it's over. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at (laughs) RecruitingDaily.com.